You asked me about morality and um, money. Long story short, I, I was invited to Puerto Rico by the government. They provided my company a grant so that we can create jobs in Puerto Rico. You may be aware that the Puerto Rican government is in 60 or $70 billion of debt. So we got there, we created jobs, and we're benefiting from significant tax incentives provided by the government. And they're beautiful Puerto Rican women and, and beaches, right? So it was a lovely life. Then the island got hit with two hurricanes. Here's the important part. When the first hurricane was about to hit, the news told us several days in advance. I asked an 80-year-old Puerto Rican man, I said, I said, hey, I have a really big deal going through that's going to be very important to my company, a six-figure deal, and I really wanted to go through. I've worked very hard on this business. And he says, Papa, Papa, it's hurricane season. It's no problem. You stay here. You do your business. You don't have no problem, Papa. They watch the news. i 80 years old. In my whole life, never have bad hurricane. You stay, Papa. It's no problem. Trust me. So I'm like, okay, this cat's 80 years old. He's never had a problem. So I stay for the interest of money. The first hurricane is said to be a category five. That's the highest category of hurricane, right? Shit, cancer only goes up to stage four. So they're like, this is going to be a category five. Um, so I'm bracing, expecting for something horrid. Now, mind you, when I live in Puerto Rico, I live in Condado. If you know anything about Puerto Rico, I lived in San Juan in a neighborhood called Condado. That's like the most affluent neighborhood in all of Puerto Rico. So naturally, the hurricane hits. It's very bad, but not that bad. The electricity goes out temporarily, comes right back on. After all, I live like right next to the, the Hilton, right? So they're trying to restore the tourist area as quickly as possible. So after that, I was like, whoa, that wasn't bad. That was cool. And then like shortly after that, the client called me and said, hey, Marquette, I know we were hit with a, a hurricane. I just want you to know our deal is still on. And I said, chutch. Then... You know, we start cleaning up and everything seems to be peace and peachy. The news says there's going to be another Category 5 hurricane. Now, trip on this. It had been over 100 years since Puerto Rico was hit with a Category 5 hurricane. Over 100 years since it was hit with one hurricane. Now the news says it's going to be a second hurricane. I'm thinking, what in the hell? What are the chances? Two back-to-back Category 5 hurricanes catastrophic within a week? So I'm thinking the first one was not too bad. The second one should be fine. Second hurricane hits, and it was like the shit that killed the dinosaurs. I looked outside, man. Like, signs were on the ground. Like, you know how, like, you'll drive on the freeway and you'll see, like, a a gas station sign or a Burger King sign? Like, the ones that shoot up into the air? They've all been torn down. I kid you not. I lived in a condo. The house next door to me, the whole fucking roof was ripped off of the house. In my condo, it's like very private. So it has this, this, uh, this very like 14 foot high gate that closes to lock in all the cars. The fucking gate had been ripped open off the hinges. So to say that there was tremendous devastation would be an understatement. The deal did not go through because the client, which was a college uh, group that was all over the island, all their colleges have been destroyed. And what's worse, there was no electricity for a month after the hurricane, but here's the kicker. Wealthy people tend to think that shit won't affect them, right? At this point after the hurricane, I kid you not, no matter how much money you had, you couldn't get off the island. There was just no way to get off. You just had to stay where you were. And this is Puerto Rico. 
So it's extremely humid and hot. There's no air conditioning. There's no heat. When I opened my refrigerator after a few days, there were maggots in the refrigerator. I'd never seen maggots except on horror movies. So all we had, oh, there was no cell phone service. And even if you did have cell phone service, your phone was discharged after 18 hours anyways. So there's no electricity, no cell service, no internet, no nothing. Water's hard to come by. There's no restaurants open, no grocery stores. So you asked me about money and morality. Number one thing I realized was I put my fucking life on the line for money. When they announced the first hurricane, I could have gotten out of there. I could have gotten out of there on a flight, but I chose to stay to get a six-figure check. Then that second hurricane hit with no electricity, no cell phone service. There's no one to talk to. All the business class that was smart, they'd already left. So it was just the poor people and me and a couple people who just were disbelievers because they were old. And in that silence and reflection time that I had, I had a lot of time to think about spirituality, about goodness, about morality. Where money and morality come into conflict is if you chase money as though money is God. On the money, it says, in God we trust. But the money does not say, this is God. So if the money becomes your God, you are lost. And after that experience, I decided that everything I do will be aligned with my values. So I kid you not, as soon as the electricity was back online, I had a down ass bitch. I had a bitch that was so down. All she was doing was booking flights for me. She was in Philly and all she was doing was constantly booking flights. The flights kept getting canceled. Bitch spent a tremendous amount of her own money trying to get me off that island. And I love the bitch to death. That's a rider bitch that loves you. But anyways, we needed to raise money because not only was my business bankrupt from that hurricane, it literally bankrupted my corporation. It bankrupted me personally and it made me lose all of my personal belongings. Like literally my condo was destroyed. It was flooded out. Everything in there was lost and I still had to pay all of my business lease for my office, had to pay all of my apartment lease and I was homeless because my home was in Puerto Rico. So when I finally got off of the island, I had to raise money, but I was literally, I kid you not, like literally homeless um, for like weeks. But anyways, what I figured out was that I want to be values aligned. So when I did raise money, um, there were three offers on the table from three different investors. And one of the investors was a faith-based investor backed by a church. And I'm not a Christian, but... Their values were aligned with my values, and that's why I decided to raise the money. I say all that to say two things. Number one, don't let money become your God. And then number two, the faith-based investors, they took me through a lot of classes. They said, hey, Marquette, we know that you're a hustler. We want to take care of you spiritually. We want to invest in you spiritually. And so we did a lot of development. But one thing I noticed with the Christians versus the Muslims is the Christians believe that capitalism is aligned with God. They believe that God wants you to earn well. And I think that is true. I think it is righteous to earn money. I think that truly righteous men are men who earn. I think that we are on this earth to work. I think that the man cannot be a protector of the woman unless he earns well. I think that the true awakened mentality is the mentality of one who earns well. So you have to be awake to be a hustler. It is in your nature to work, to sharpen yourself. And earning well is a huge part of that. And you should 
always want to be compensated for your efforts and you should always make effort. So don't ever think that earning or getting a bunch of money or becoming rich is bad. That's the closest thing to God. Being poor is the devil. Being poor is what leads to wickedness and evil. Money is not the root of all evil. Poverty is the root of all evil. I've seen poverty that will make people kill and steal. Poverty is evil. Wealth is beautiful. Abundance. I serve a rich God.